Hi guys, how's it going today? So uh, this is going to be my podcast uh, today. Um, so today we're going to be talking about basically the ins and out of the restaurant business going from waiters, bartenders, all the way up to management. And uh, today I got my mom here, Pamela Willis, and my cousin, Sean Mitchell. So mom, I just want you to start off by saying, um, you know, how you got into the restaurant business at first and how you've worked your way all the way up to where you are now. Hmm. Hello. Hi, Evan. Hi, mom. Okay, my first job in the restaurant business was, uh, I was kind of looking for something part-time. I was going to school, um, and I ended up at a restaurant near me in Norwood called The Nicholas, and it was fine dining. Uh, and I started there as a hostess, and right away I kind of worked my way into the dining room man- manager position. And I had definitely been bitten by the restaurant bug. I loved everything about it. I loved the fast pace, I loved meeting people, I loved the food end of it, um, and I decided pretty quickly that I wanted to pursue a career within the business. Um, from there, I kind of went back to school, kind of back and forth a little bit, and I ended up taking a job with Bertucci's. Um, I started as a bartender and pretty quickly worked my way into doing, um, I was responsible for training new restaurant openings. I went out of state. I went to DC, I went to Philadelphia, I got to travel around. We were gone for one month at a time. Uh, it was a lot of fun, it was a good opportunity to be with a great company. At the time, Bertucci's was owned, it was an independent restaurant, it was owned by Joey Crugnally, um, and it was, it was a great place to work. I learned a lot from Joey. Um, and I stayed with Bertucci's for over 25 years. Um, but. Going back, I worked my way from doing new restaurant openings to I came back, I went into management, and then I worked my way up. I was a general manager for a number of years. It was pretty cool because I was one of only four female general managers and I was running one of the busiest restaurants in the company. Um, so it took a lot of work, but I got there. And it was it's, it, the business is just a, it's a great place to be. It's a great place to work with people, uh, finances, learning the costs, everything that controls, you know, how that, how that business runs. So it was a good experience. Um, from there, I kind of worked for independence and I ended up owning a restaurant, well, I don't know, five months and then COVID hit. So I had to kind of pivot, but, uh, any specific questions about the business, Evan? So how have you seen the res- restaurant business change from the time you entered it to now, where it is now? Hmm, it's many changes. From the time I entered it, um, it, w- it was a lot simpler. You weren't dealing with a lot of the allergies, a lot of um, the expectations that there are now. There, there are now. Um, I think social media, you know, plays a lot into it, and social media can either make a restaurant or break a restaurant. Um, we didn't have to deal with that 30 years ago. I sound like I'm aging myself, Evan, but uh, we didn't have to deal with social media. We didn't have to deal with people making videos. You know, it's, it's quick. It's either, it's either you have a great experience or you don't. Um, if you, and people tend to put bad experiences online over good experiences. Um, and I have seen that change in the last couple months, I think with COVID, but overall, you're not going to go online and rave about a great place. You're going to go online and trash them 
more than you would um, rate them. Um, so, the, and the business is, has gotten a lot more competitive. There's a lot more independents out there trying to, you know, build their dreams and make a restaurant that's going to run and a restaurant that's going to be profitable. And um, you have to, you know, really know your demographics and know the area that you that you're going into in order to be successful. The ones that are successful are the ones that know how to do it. They know the demographics, they know who they're serving, and they do it well. Um, but as far as changes, I think the biggest change I've seen is within the last year. So many restaurants have, have gone under, so many restaurants have had to close, um, so many people have lost their dreams, and I've never seen the restaurant business disabled as much as it is right now, and it's, it's a tragedy, and I, I think it's going to take a while for it to come back up. Um, you you kind of see it start to steady go, but you're going to be dealing with a panic public still. Um, people that you know are going out to eat, but they're not comfortable necessarily, and it's a it's just a whole different world out there right now. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Mom. Uh, thanks for thanks for your uh, answering my questions here. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we're going to talk to my brother Kyle, who actually decided to join us. So, Kyle, can you just talk about, you know, the short career you've had in the restaurant business at such a young age? Um, so, I, I was 15, and I just did busing and hosting for a family-owned restaurant. It was really nice. My mom owned it. So, um, it was a really good experience, in my opinion. It was great energy there. Um, it taught me a lot of life lessons, hard work, good work ethic, and it was a great time. Kyle has a great personality, and the people really appreciated seeing Kyle run around and, um, you know, and work, and, and they kind of appreciated that, and that's how Kyle made his money. Right, Kyle? Yes. I got tipped very well by everyone. Right, just by working hard. Thanks, Kyle. Um, you know, Kyle, I just have one more question for you. So, you know, you're, you're, you're young now, you know, 15. Um, do you think it's a good first job? Like, I know you've had a couple jobs already at such a young age, and I just want to see how uh, working in a restaurant ranks for you. Um, I see. I say it would be around a C because um, there are great people there, and it teaches you great worth ethic. But at this age, I think you should be looking towards other things for a job. All but right. Yeah, it was a good experience overall. All right, all right. So you're saying you like the lessons it teaches? It's just not um. You know, like the best first job yes. to get into. All right, I, I can see that. I worked in a, at the Patriot Tavern for a while as well. You worked there for five minutes. No, that's not true. I worked. Okay, I, did a a couple couple days. I did a couple of days. <laughs> but I did a couple of days. But I just didn't. I didn't like working in the restaurant business. Why, Evan? Because it's hard work. No, because I just, I didn't find it like enjoyable. Like some of most of my jobs I've had, I'd love to go there, but uh, I just didn't like going to wash dishes every day i didn't like that so that's understandable um so finally we're going to talk to my cousin sean who is 23 years old right now pretty old now man um so sean's bartended a couple times and so sean can you just explain like just the type of people you meet as a bartender and what it's really like uh well there could be any number of people that come into a bar and have people who come in there all the time or new people and you kind of gotta with the new people you kind of gotta see how they're acting with everyone else and if they're they've come from other places you have to make sure they're being safe um 
Yeah, so can we just talk about like, you know, I feel like there's a bunch of underage drinking that goes on at bars sometimes. Can you just uh, talk about like how you guys just make sure that there's not that much underage drinking going on in the restaurant business? Uh, well, you have to check everyone's ID before you give them, you serve them. And there are certain ways to tell like, uh, you have to be very familiar with the different licenses because most of the time the fake ones are from out of state. Um, and you just kind of get an eye for it as you get, you work there longer and it becomes easier, but, um, and you can also kind of tell when someone knows they shouldn't be drinking and they're asking for certain drinks, um, it's oh, pretty yeah. easy to spot. Yeah. Well, yeah. They asked for like a pina colada or, a, or <laughs> strawberry, <laughs> strawberry macaroni or a strawberry decker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um. You know, we're all done here, guys. Thanks for coming on this podcast, and I really appreciate it, guys. Um, and to you guys in the classroom, I hope you guys like this. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs>